gentlemen. A very good Saturday morning to Marlins Nation. Thanks for rewinding with us. Steven Strom here. Marlins win 6-5 last night at Nationals Park. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Well, they keep you on the edge of your seat, but late again, the Miami Marlins find a way. They never did trail in this ballgame tonight. They coughed it up multiple times, but when it was all said and done, it was Garrett Cooper's two-out RBI single, the shallow center in the top of the eighth inning tonight that proved to be the difference maker in this ballgame. This is the 10th inning show with Kelly Sacco. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Marlins up in the Nationals 6-5 to five in game one of this three-game weekend series tonight. And before we take a listen to all the highlights tonight, Kelly, you know, let's start actually on the mound with Sandy Alcantara, who continues to put together some puzzling performances. Sandy tonight, five and a third, five runs, ten hits, no walks, and one strikeout. The uh, the wishy-washy up-and-down 2023 campaign for Alcantara appears to continue here tonight. What's most frustrating about it is that there's really no answer. They have been looking at video, and I don't think there's anybody there more frustrated than Sandy Alcantara. And we saw him show that frustration after being taken out. The The biggest part of that frustration is no one can seem to pinpoint why he's struggling. And I think that you, you wish that it was a mechanical issue or you wish that something was showing in the numbers and something wasn't spinning or whatever it might be. You almost wish that there was something glaringly wrong with him because that means you would know what to fix. So I, I, I think that just it goes for everybody from Sandy to Mel to Skip to us up here. It just the frustrating part is no one knows why. And... Every time you think, whether it was the outing against the A's, okay, here's a good opportunity, a team that's struggling, maybe this could help get them right. Or today against the Nationals, a team that he has played, done really well against, pitched really well against, okay, maybe this is the one coming off a really good outing in Chicago. Let's make it two in a row. And then you turn around and, and he gives off the leadoff home run to Thomas, then back-to-back -back hits to Garcia and Candelario, and it just continues to spiral from there. Even after, if you think, okay, the second inning, one, two, three outs. All right, maybe he's going to turn it around here. All right, they, but tough first inning. Now things are going to get rolling. Then that just the struggles continue. So I think it's just puzzling. Is is the puzzling and frustrating are the two words to describe it. Well, I, I think the hope is that they can – find a couple pieces of that puzzle to put the whole thing together and get the Sandy that they know back because, um, you know, even even in the victory tonight, you're left looking at the box score and it's like, man, what what can they do to get Sandy right? Who at the end of the night tonight, he leaves with a 497 ERA and that's up a little more than two tenths, about two and a half tenths. So, you know, we'll see what the next couple of days bring. And, you know, the hope is that Sandy can continue to turn things around. Now, Kelly. For the good in this ballgame tonight, why don't we highlight Luis Arise, who came into the ballgame. He was 0 for his last 15. He was struggling in his last four games. Well, what does he do tonight? Puts together his second career five-hit ballgame. He was 5 for 5 tonight, his second five-hit game of the major leagues and his second in a 13-day span. In that five-hit game coming after an 0 for, just like the first one, he went 0 for in game one against the Athletics, was 0 for 3, then turned around and put together that five-hit night, was 0 for in Seattle, 
turned around and put together a five-hit night. I think it just goes to show you the resilience of Luis Arise and the confidence that he has to not let that spiral and continue to go down. Sometimes the guys are their own worst enemies when something goes wrong and all of a sudden it gets upstairs and and they start to push a little too much and try to force something to make something happen not the case for Luis Arise I mean that guy he is the same through the struggles and and through the successes has a big smile on his face he doesn't stray away from his routine no matter how it's going for him and you see a product of that today he hit his second home run of the season in the second and then collected four singles, scored two runs. Great to see him back on track. And he was a difference maker in this Marlins game. The only Miami Marlin with a multi-hit performance tonight. Uh, when it was all said and done, it did not matter. The Marlins found a way again. The late hit from Garrett Cooper. There were two outs in the top of the eighth inning. Gurriel's hustle proves to be the difference maker in game one of this three-game weekend series between the Marlins and the Nationals tonight. Kelly, thank you as always. Looking forward to doing it again at, uh, let's see here, how about 4.05 tomorrow afternoon? Let's do it. That's Kelly Sacco. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Let's take a listen to the highlights from this ballgame tonight. Marlins were going opposite of Trevor Williams in this ballgame. And with one out and two on at the top of the first inning, uh, how about Jesus Sanchez? He came sauntering to the plate. Out And the pitch swung on. It's blooped in the air. Left field. That's going to get down for a base hit. Arise is going to score. Good jump by Soler. Throw comes in towards the plate. Not in time. Two runs are going to score. Now taking off for second on the play is Sanchez. He arrives in there safely. And the Marlins have a 2-0 lead here in the top of the first inning thanks to a two-run single to the opposite field by Jesus Sanchez, who took second on the throw. It's a 2-0 lead for the Marlins here in the first. Well, that 2-0 lead wouldn't last long because leading off the first inning for the Nationals was Lane Thomas. Cherry Blossom City connects tonight. Here's a swing and a drive hit pretty deep right center field. On the run, Sanchez and Davis looking up. It's gone. It's a leadoff home run for Lane Thomas here in the bottom of the first inning. And just like that, the Nationals are on the board now trailing 2-1. to one. And at that point, it didn't get much better for Sandy Alcantara after a single by Garcia and a double by Candelario. Joey Manessis came to the plate with second and third and nobody out. Now the 0-1 offering, a swung on hit, pretty deep, right center field on the run. Sanchez started in, now he goes back, he makes the catch. Tagging from third and scoring is Luis Garcia. Going from second to third is Jamer Candelario. It's a sacrifice fly for Joey Manessis. And just like that, the Nationals have leveled this ball game at two here at the bottom of the first. Well, Sandy Alcantara would find a way to get out of the rest of the first inning. It was 2-2 going to the top of the second inning. There were a couple of outs in the inning. There was one man on base. Luis Arise was at the plate. Now the 1-2 pitch to Arise. Swung on, hit pretty deep right field. Stay fair. Stay fair. It's gone. Luis Arise, his second long ball of the season. It's a two-out, two-run home run here in the top of the second inning. Marlins are back out in front. They lead 4-2. And that two-run advantage would last for uh, a, a little while. It was 4-2 to two after two. It was 4-2 after two and a half. But the Nationals would get a run back in the bottom of the third inning with two outs and a man on second, Joey Manessis, at the plate. Manessis hit a sack fly back in the first inning. Here's a shot through the right side the base hit. Candelario's around third. He's going to score easily. It's the third run of the ball game for the Washington Nationals. In comes courtesy of Joey Manessis, who collects a two-out RBI single here at the bottom of the third. And now the lead is Miami four and Washington three. 
So four to three after three, but the Marlins would quickly get one back in the top of the fourth. That coming courtesy of, you, you, I don't know if you'd recognize this name. How about Luisa Rise? In the second, there's a ground ball hit through the left side and a base hit. We'll see if Jody Reed is going to wave Jacob Stallings. He will. There won't be a throw to the plate. Luis Arise gets a much-needed day off yesterday. He's 3-for-3 three three tonight with three runs knocked in. The Marlins' lead is 5-3 to three here in the fourth. And it would stay that way for a couple of more minutes. Mentioned that Sandy Alcantara really struggled in this ballgame tonight. 5-3 to three going to the bottom of the fourth inning with one out. Dominic Smith singled, and after a strikeout by Victor Robles, C.J. Abrams came to the plate. Here's a swing and a drive hit deep center field. Davis is on the run watching this baseball. One hop off the warning track, off the wall. Dominic Smith is flying, headed towards the plate. Throw comes in, not in time. It's a two-out run scoring double for C.J. Abrams, who came into this ball game batting 150 in his last 22. He's made it the 5-4 game here in the bottom of the fourth. Well, unfortunately, Alcantara couldn't stop the bleeding. Lane Thomas, the next man up, would tie it. And now the 2-1 pitch is hit pretty deep left field. De La Cruz is going back, still going back. He's going to watch it sail over his head and off the wall. Lane Thomas is 2-for-3 tonight. He's got a two-out RBI double. The Nationals have tied this ball game here in the bottom of the fourth. It's 5-5. Five five. It would stay that way for a while. Trevor Williams went four and a third. Sandy Alcantara went five and a third. Marlins would not get another run until the eighth inning in this ball game tonight. Jordan Weems relieved Williams. He went one and two thirds, and it was Andrew Nardi who would relieve Sandy Alcantara. He went an inning and two thirds in this ball game tonight. Mason Thompson worked a scoreless seventh inning for the Washington Nationals. Andrew Nardi would do the same for the Marlins, but things would change in the eighth after a pop out to get the inning started facing. Carl Edwards Jr. in the pop-out by Jesus Sanchez. Yuli Gurriel drew a walk. Joey Wendell then singled him to second base. And after John Birdie struck out swinging, Garrett Cooper, serving as the pinch hitter, came to the plate for the Marlins in the top of the eighth with two on and two out. Here's a swing at a ground ball hit back up the middle. Abrams flags it down. He bobbles it. Ball's in center field. Here comes Gurriel. Throw comes in towards the plate. A catch and a tag. Ball gets away. The ball gets away. Gurriel slides in safely. And the Marlins take a 6-5 lead here at the top of the eighth. And that's all the Miami Marlins would need tonight. A.J. Puck came on for the ninth with two outs. He allowed a single to Luis Garcia. And then it was Jamer Candelario, who was three for four with three doubles in the ball game. First pitch swinging against Puck. This is an opportunity for the Marlins. First pitch swung on, grounded out to short. Wendell's got it, throws it to a rise at second base, and the ball game is over. The Miami Marlins have collected their 18th victory in one-run games this season. They have now won 19 of their last 23 ball games against the Washington Nationals, dating back to last season. And the Miami Marlins improved to 39 and 31 here in 2023, while A.J. Puck collects his eighth save of the season here tonight. Miami 6, Washington 5. The opener goes to the fish in D.C. tonight. Good for the Marlins, who improved to 39 and 31 this season through 70 games. Good stuff. That is in Seoul's second.
place possession. Uh, the best start in franchise history. Again, second best start in franchise history through the first 70 games in a season for the Marlins and now 30 years of franchise history. Taking a look at the totals from this ballgame tonight for the Marlins, six runs, 11 hits, no errors, six men left on base. For the Nationals, five runs, 12 hits, no errors, seven men left on base. Nardi is your winner. He is 4-1 and one this season. Edwards the loser. He is 1-3. and three. A.J. Puck with his eighth save of the season for the Marlins. This ball game took two hours and 45 minutes. It was played in front of 22,379 on a 79-degree cloudy Friday night in the nation's capital here high atop Nationals Park. For the second time in his career and for the second time in 13 days, Lane Thomas, I beg your pardon, Luis Arise has a five-hit ball game. Arise tonight was five for five with four singles, three RBIs, and two runs scored. With the victory, the Marlins now 39-31. and 31. With the loss, the Nationals fall back to 27-41 and 41 here in 2023. For the Miami Marlins pitching staff tonight, they punch out seven, and that means that $175 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you very much. Let's head down the list of what Skip Schumacher had to say following the 6-5 win over the Nationals. Skip is uh, is breaking an 0 for 15 with a five hit game, the most Luis Arias thing you've ever seen. Yeah, I, a lot of people, I, I guess, were worried about a three game stretch, but you knew he was going to snap out of it, um, and I guess snap out of it. I mean, it's three games, so he's going to have a three game stretch too. So I don't want people to freak out when that happens again. But yeah, he set the tone today, um, no doubt about it. Five hits, lead off the inning, uh, the first. Um, with a hit, and then I thought really good base running by, um, you know, both him and, um, gosh, who was Solar. there? Solar, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so it's been a long game. Uh, Dela did his job with the fly ball, really good base running. Um, I, I just thought it set the tone early um, and, you know, carried over from there. A lot of offense early for both teams, and things kind of stall a little bit. You end up getting the go-ahead run. Was this one really just about, especially late, just trying to find a way? I think uh, both teams were just punching back. Um, it, we, we score, they score, we score, they score. I mean, it was just a fight all the way. Um, both teams played pretty clean baseball, and, um, you know, credit to them. It was, it was This was not an easy win. This was hard, and, um, you know, they played hard, we played hard, and um, just, you know, one by one, that's, that's all you need. Uh, Cooper with the game-winning, the RBI single, and the heads up by Gurriel to go from second home when he saw Abrams bobble the ball. Well, it was a great send by Jody, first of all. Um, I keep saying it, Cooper better not be too good of a pinch hitter. He's going to be just our pinch hitter pretty soon. Uh, I'm just kidding. But he's He's been excellent off the bench. It's not easy to come off off the bench when you're a, um, an everyday player because you typically think you're, that's your day off. But he's been ready from the fifth inning on just in case a pinch hitter back comes. You know, Stallings is his big, biggest cheerleader. When I pinch hit someone, that's not an easy thing either. And he's the one yelling out there, which is a sign of a you know pretty good teammate and culture we're having here. Um, but Yuli, yeah, great send by Jody. Yuli didn't stop, made the turn, uh, great slide. Um, just overall good base running day for, for us today. What did you see from Sandy? I saw a location up. Uh, missed location, two seamers up. I just didn't think that he had this depth on this changeup that he wanted. Um, so I, I think, you know, when he has some of those innings, it's because of the location. And I, you know, I have to, you know, look at it again tonight or tomorrow. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure, you know, just reviewing it in between innings just looked like location was up. With Sandy, he's always been really good at controlling his emotions on the mound in starts like these. Are, are you starting to see a little bit of frustration 
creep in at any point? I think he's definitely frustrated. Um, but I don't know if it's, uh, you know, on the mound, I didn't see much frustration, but there's definitely frustration. Mm-hmm. I, he's not, I don't think he's happy with the five spot. Um, but he, I think he's, again, I, I don't bet against the guy. I just think it's gonna, he's going to snap out of it eventually. And, um, you know, we're going to need him. He knows that. I think that's probably the frustration is he knows that we need him. Um, but I think he's going to have a you know a great second half. We're just you know waiting for a few starts um, consecutive and uh, a few good starts consecutively. And but I th- I, I don't I think it's in there. It's just location. He'll figure it out. Well, we've talked about Nardi a few times already this season, but another time comes in with two on one out, strains them both. Then seventh inning after that, just what is it about him that's able to get out of those? Some guys run to the stage, some guys run from it, and he runs to the stage, and he's not scared of anybody out there. Uh, Lane Thomas had a great game, um, did not want to see him up with a couple guys on, and he went right after him, attacked. He's on the attack, doesn't scare, um, just ever since spring training, this is who he's been, and I think it's just confidence. You know, every time he's out there, just keeps building up, and he feels like he's the guy out there and dirty innings, and he's done a great job. What, what is it about Louise that has allowed him to maintain the consistency this late in the season. I mean, he's hitting 390. It's June 18th. You don't really see that very I think every day is the same. Um, His preparation's the same. He went 0 for 15 or whatever it was, and today he came in and said he's going to get at least four. He says that every day. Um, (laughs) So 0 for 15, a lot of guys think like, oh, man, it could be 0 for 19 after today. He's the guy that thinks he's about to get really hot when he has slumps. That's the difference in the mindset when guys have slumps that are the elite guys and the guys that are not, um, that are, you know, fearing fail- failure. And it, it just adds on to the at bats and adds on to the slumps. So he feels like when he has a little bit of a funk, it's he's about to get really hot. Um, I wish I had that mindset because um, <laughs> I thought an 0 for 15 was going to turn into an 0 for 20 soon. Um, he doesn't think that at all. He says that out loud. What's that? That he's going to get four hits today. He says it all the time. <laughs> That's confidence. <laughs> but he does it. <laughs> all right, Garrett Cooper, he drove in the winning run in the eighth. I got a chance to speak with him on the field after the game. Thank you very much, Kyle, here with Garrett Cooper. You're now three for four in pitch hitting situations. You drive in the RBI in the eighth. What were you looking for and what did you like that you got there? Yeah, you know, I faced Edwards probably, you know, six, seven times over my career. Uh, you know, he's got the fastball cutter away. You know, he's got the changeup and he's got the big curveball. Um, you know, honestly, just trying to hit a ball through the middle of the field. Uh, you know, last two games I feel like I've been pulling off a lot of balls. So just to stay through, you know, the changeup kind of, you know, sunk a little bit and you just try to stay through the ball and, you know, got out of the reach of the shortstop. What's made you so comfortable in these pinch hitting situations, though? Just doing it a lot, uh, you know. In the National League, you know, the first five year or four years here, uh, you know, if you didn't start, you know, you're coming in to pinch hit, and uh, you know, it's just something you you get used to. Uh, you know, in late game situations, you have a feeling like you're going to be up there. Arise's second five hit game. What's it like watching him? Uh, there's no more words for it, man. I don't. I've seen a lot of good hitters throughout my career here, up here, and it's just just something special. That just the bat to ball skill is is lost in today's game. Uh, you know, he's turning himself into a, you know, a Rod Carew, Tony Gwynn type that's got some power like Barry Bonds every now and then, like today. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he's just a phenomenal hitter, man. Just, just there's so much to like about his game, and there's so much. You know, such a good person on top of it all, and, you know, it couldn't happen to a better guy. Last one for you, Coop. Where would this team be without this bullpen? They've been huge all year. Uh, you know, some, 
some of the games we've started, you know, they've gotten only four or five innings, and this bullpen's kept us in games, I would say, 95% of the time. And it's, it's, it's something that maybe we didn't have the last few years I've been here. And, you know, it's, just, it's a special group back there, and there's a lot of lefties that come in from different arm angles and different speeds. It's just, you know, we, it's nice to have, you know, this year. Coop, I appreciate the time, man. Great job today. Thank you. All right, Kyle, back to you. All right, thank you very much, Garrett Cooper. Sandy Alcantara went five and a third, gave up 10 hits on five runs. Not the outing he wanted, but let's hear what he had to say following the 6-5 win. Was this a night where it was tough for you to get a feel for some of your pitches? Did you feel like you were searching a little bit this game for a feel for some of your pitches? Uh, first, I want to say thanks, God, for getting me healthy during the game. I mean, there was anything different, you know, so... Just was throwing a strike, you know, and I think they was ready to swing it. You've always, you know, been really good at controlling your emotions on the mound in games like this. Do you feel at any point that frustration starts to play a little bit of a part? Always, you know, always. I've been frustrated since day one, you know, but I mean, but I know this is a game that you have to, to keep your mind positive, you know, because if you think about it too much, you want to get crazy. So. I just got to keep positive, keep myself in a great spot, you know, and keep doing my best. How do you do that? How do you stay positive even when the results aren't there? You know, just be able to go outside every fifth day. You know what I mean? I'm here supporting my team. doesn't matter how bad I did outside. You know, I just want to go outside and try to win the game. Well, was it, do you think it was command or anything you can attribute to, basically, to what happened tonight? Command was there. Command was there. You know what I mean? I don't walk anyone today. You know what I mean? I was trying to try, you know, and I think they just see the ball and hit it. You know. What's it like for you to see the offense, even on that when you're not at your best, the offense was able to support you arise with five hits and being able to, the offense doing what you need to do to make sure you guys were able to win? You know, everyone is doing great. You know, Louis, I mean, he's a tremendous guy, you know, I mean, he, that's, that guy can hit. So, but I mean, everyone is doing their stuff, you know, I mean, except me, you know, but I mean, you just gotta. Um, Keep been here, you know, kicking here every day, you know, and have fun with my teammate, you know, and try to go outside and support them. There were a lot of uh, at-bats for the Nationals where they were swinging early. Did you feel like they had more of an aggressive approach against you? Yeah, I see it. I see I see it in the first inning, you know, I mean, I was running straight. I was combining my breaking, my, my breaking ball and all that stuff, you know, and I think they just came aggressive to me today, and they got me. All right, we are right back at it. It's going to be a 4.05 first pitch, which means I've got Marlins on deck at 3.30. It'll be Braxton Garrett that toes the rubber for Miami. As always, thanks for winding with us. Let's flip the M together, Miami. This is the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.